Welcome, non-productive universe. Uh, I'm Big Papa Pete. With me, as often, is Longshot Ken, and we are joined in the studio today by... Ah, Frank, thank you for having me. Excellent. Today, we are breaking with the usual format of Wrestling Recap, because we wanted to take a moment to acknowledge a really difficult day for the wrestling industry uh, this past Sunday, July 29th, 2018, uh, where we lost several members of the wrestling community. Uh, and we wanted to take just a moment to con- acknowledge their contributions to the uh, the industry that we love so much. Uh, first off, the news that I think broke first for most people was the uh, the death of Brian Christopher. Yeah. Better known as Grandmaster Sexay from <laughs> Too Cool. And to those who uh, knew a little bit about his personal life, he was, of course, the son of Jerry Lawler, longtime uh, announcer and the king of professional wrestling. That's right. I always found that group funny. Too Cool was always ridiculous and over the top and like trying to capture a weird youth market demographic by having these guys come out as hip hop guys. Yeah. They were um, they were John Cena bef- without the edge. <laughs> Early John Cena without the edge. Uh, and when they kind of took Rikishi under their wing, the the group just skyrocketed to a whole new level of popularity. Yeah, I mean cuz at that point, I mean, they were kind of just jobbing to a lot of tag teams. Mm-hmm. And the and regardless of whether it was a win or a lose, most of the time it still ended with them dancing uh with you know um Scotty Too Hotty doing the worm yep. and whatever Christopher was doing to try to like do some sort of like funky robot thing or whatever. Yep. But uh and then the you're right, the introdu- the introduction of Rikishi not only brought a new element, but allowed us to find out that that big man can move. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They uh, they really embodied one of the, the great things about professional wrestling, and that's the offbeat team or gimmick going on that, for whatever reason, the fans just really latch on to. And regardless of the status they were intended to have, they get pushed into the spotlight and when when WWE embraces that, it can uh, it can be pure gold. We've seen that recently with the New Day, Brizongo slash the fa- Fashion Police. Yeah, absolutely. I I, uh, I do. I, I Rusev do. Day. Yeah, Brian Christopher it, with, with Too Cool definitely put the entertainment in wrestling entertainment. Yes, you know it's uh it's very sad to see him go. I know he had a lot of uh, problems in his personal life, a lot of troubles, struggles that he had to deal with. Very difficult. Uh, watching that, and uh, I, I, I want to take the uh, the time to point out anybody who's struggling with their own problems, because he did uh, pass away of, of suicide. If you're out there and you're uh, you, you have any kind of thoughts like that, call the National Suicide Prevention Hotline. There are people who care about you and want to help you. Another personality that we lost was, of course, Brickhouse Brown. Not as familiar a name to most uh, wrestling fans today, but he was a big star in the uh, the Southern Territories, particularly in the mid-80s. Interestingly enough, he won his first singles title in July of 1987, the AWA Southern Heavyweight Championship, by defeating the then-current champion, Jerry Lawler. Wow. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I don't know... Uh, I don't know what that means. Doesn't have to. But it feels like there's there's some sort of weight to that. And last but by no means least, 
we also lost on Sunday Nikolai Volkov. One of my all-time favorite bad guys. One of the all-time great heels yeah. in professional wrestling. Uh, when he teamed with the Iron Sheik. It was magic, man. They were the the pinnacle of the evil foreigner Especially stereotype. in the 80s. Yes, in the 80s, absolutely. Yeah. They defined that role. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What a great team. But even as a solo performer, man, that guy, pound for pound, could go toe-to-toe with anybody. And whether he won or lost made everybody in the ring with him look good oh yeah you know he was just that solid that technical and just that talented and that is the mark of a great heel is, is making whoever you're up against mm-hmm. look like he is the hero you know and we have shades of Nikolai nowadays i would actually say with rusev oh definitely you know same type of body essentially well back later well, on Nikolai wasn't that he was, might have been more <laughs> flabby but uh, you know, that big barrelly guy uh, mm-hmm. and had the world against him type character. I like that. And yeah. it, 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 I, in, in a way, like the legacy of Volkov and those types of characters are still going on with these with these new guys. I, I like that. It can be it can be seen as a little bit problematic, I think, just because Nikolai and Rusev, the 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 chief factor in their villainy, if you will, is the fact that they are from another country. They're playing on that xenophobic fear. Right. But when you look at them, they're not really bad guys. No. You know, the, the, Nikolai, as much as Rusev today, had almost a, uh, a cuddly teddy bear kind of villain quality to him. Oh, my God. I don't know if you remember. I think it was one of the first horror conventions you and I went to going back almost 10 years now. Uh, yeah. We had the opportunity to actually talk to the Sheik and Nikolai. Fortunately, never recorded it. One of the things oh, that I, I, wow. I still to this day regret because we really weren't doing interviews at that point. But uh, got over to the table, started talking to uh, the Iron Sheik. And he's a very <laughs> interesting character. I don't know if you've ever heard anything, Frank, of yeah, him outside of the I, I have, TV or ring. He's quite uh, a character is a good way to put it. Well, this was yeah. before his personality actually started leaking into pop culture or right, into, right. The, into the media. So I had no idea what to expect meeting him. <laughs> and I'm talking to him, and I thought he was just still in character. He was still pulling off kayfabe after, like, 40 years. And, no, that that was the Sheik. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm still not sure if he's sure whether or not he's in character. We were talking for, for a while, and Nikolai, very quiet, was just listening. And I guess, essentially, being the Sheik's babysitter oh, wow <laughs> because Sheik is just talking my ear off and at one point during the conversation she goes hey kenny baby you call me Sheiky baby he's like we go out for beer all right I'm like okay yeah I'll, yeah Sheik, I'll, I'll have a beer with you he's like uh i'll go get you one now he's like, no 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 go over back back to your house we have beer i'm like Okay. My house, all right. Um, yeah, and I'm sort of going, wow, Iron Sheik just invited himself to my house to have beer. And Point was <laughs> like, yeah, I, I, I have to do this. Right. And uh, I turn over, and Nikolai is just looking at me, faintly shaking his head no. <laughs> He's, he was doing you the world's greatest solid. He was. He was. And I went up to hey, Sheik, you know what? I wish I could, man. I said, I'm here covering the show. Uh, covering, covering the uh, convention, I still have a lot of stuff to do. Uh, I, I'm going to have to pass, but but I really appreciate you know you, know, you wanting to hang out. Um, a couple of years later, we're at the I'm at the same convention 
few years later, I'm at a bar with some friends, and I forget how, but I started telling this story about the Sheik, and a guy next to me turns, and I guess he was just randomly listening in. He's like, when, when did this happen? And I told him when. He's like, oh, my God. Sheik asked to come to my house and have beer. And I'm like, get out. I'm like, did you do it? He's like, I did. I was like, now I'm just totally intrigued. I, I turned on all my friends, it's and I'm not, like, I need to hear this it's story. It's not often that you have uh, the what could have been told yeah. to you, all right? <laughs> um, he's like, brought him back to my house. We had some beer. We're watching TV. Um, and he said, uh, I need to crash. I need to, I need to go to sleep. And the guy uh, let him crash on his couch. And that morning, he knew that Sheik was supposed to be um, out to, to get his plane. And he tried to wake him up. And he's like, Sheik almost took my head off. He actually almost punched me. I, 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 I surprised him. He didn't know where he was or something. And he finally got him out the door. He's like, I don't know if he actually made his plane or not. But, you know, uh, we were able to, to get him on, on, on his way. Flash forward a couple years later, I'm at another convention in, in uh, Pennsylvania, and it was the first time uh, I met Gorgeous George, who we had in uh, on the network years ago, mm-hmm. and introduced myself to her, we did an interview, and sitting next to her all weekend was Nikolai Volkov. And we finished up the interview, thanked her, and he, he stops me, he's like, I knew you. I'm like... Uh, I know you. I remember how and when I met you. I don't know if you... I, I can't believe that you, you would remember who I am. He's like, when did we meet? And I went... Uh, and I told him the time, and we're at the show, and you were with Sheik, and he's like, did he ask you to go back to your house for beer? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, he did. He did ask to come back to my house for beer. He's like, what did you say? I'm like, I said, no. I said, actually, I turned to you, you were giving me the uh, no-go on it, and um, I figured I will take your advice. He's like, good man. And he got <laughs> up, and he shook my hand, and thought that that was it, but afterwards wound up giving me this huge bear hug. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> uh, like, that was, like, one of the greatest things ever. That's like, that, that is my great. Nikolai story. Oh, yeah, see? He saved you. He, he did. Yeah. He good, did. Good. Oh, wow. That's, a, that's awesome. Nikolai Volkov on many... In many, many ways, the best bad guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Oh, yeah. It's a it's a sad day for uh, professional wrestling, but uh, uh, I, I, it's nice that we can look back fondly at all the good moments that these these folks uh, offered us and uh, had to share. Okay. Thanks for uh, for tuning in this week. That does it for us this time. Uh, I'm glad we could share these memories with you. Stay tuned to the Non-Productive Network here at non-productive.com for more great wrestling content. This has been a Non-Productive Media presentation. Executive producer, Frank Hablawi. This program and many others like it on the Non-Productive Network is distributed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License. Please share it, but ask before trying to change it or sell it. For more information, visit non-productive.com.